the business name is Piano Piano, which means slowly, slowly in Italian. And it was inspired in Italy. What the company really stands for is slowing down, being present, coming alive, and not necessarily needing a vacation from your life to be able to feel those things. Hello, welcome to the Active Ingredient Podcast. I'm your host, Sophie Wheel, and this is your destination for all things growth. I think at this point, everyone knows that I am obsessed with yoga, specifically hot yoga. I am a yoga instructor and I just absolutely love going to yoga classes. It is where I ground myself the most. And I am such a fan of this hot yoga studio that is in New York called Heatwise. And they have partnered with Active Ingredient. And I just could not think of a more aligned partnership because truly it is the best hot yoga studio that I have gone to in New York. And if you're a hot yoga person or if you've been curious about hot yoga, I genuinely could not recommend it enough. I actually randomly came across it when I was in New York last and I was staying in Park Slope, which I normally am not in. And I just walked into it and I loved, loved the experience. It is excellent flow. And every single one of the teachers is A++. The flows have just such powerful and interesting and cool sequencing. The music is always amazing. And if you know me, you know that I'm obsessed with a eucalyptus towel at the end of class. When I teach, I do eucalyptus towels in Shavasana for people. And they do eucalyptus towels at the end of class when you are leaving. They'll give you a little towel. And I just love it. I'm obsessed with it. And for the first ever active ingredient event that we're doing in New York on July 30th, which I'm super excited to share more information about, it's going to be at HeatWise. So if you are looking for a new hot yoga studio and want to check it out, they are giving all active ingredient listeners their first class free. Okay. Like literally a class is free if you use code ACTIVE. A-C-T-I-V-E at checkout. And I'll be sharing more information on the July 30th event very soon, but mark your calendars because it is on July 30th in their Bowery location at 11 a.m. And we'll be doing a little yoga and then coffee right after. So I'll keep you guys posted on that. But if you do want to try out a free yoga class from literally my favorite, favorite hot yoga studio in New York called HeatWise. Use code ACTIVE, A-C-T-I-V-E at checkout. You cannot go wrong with any instructor. I feel like that's like the number one question I get. Like, who should I try? Like, literally, I don't even know because every single one of them is amazing. Check it out. Let me know. And hopefully I will see you Sunday the 30th for our New York Active Ingredient event. Hello, welcome back to the Active Ingredient Podcast. It has been a minute since I have done a solo episode and I am really excited to get back on the mic. I just got back from an incredible, probably best trip I have ever been on in my entire life. And since I started working, since I began in like the working era of my life, I guess, I have never taken like a true significant period of time off. Like the most I think I had taken off up until this trip was probably like 10 days or something. I don't even know if that 
But for the first time, literally since I graduated college, I took two weeks, almost how many days was it exactly? I want to say it was like close to three weeks, but a little less. And I was completely off. Like I was definitely posting on Instagram, but like, I mean, from work, I was completely and totally unplugged. And I am incredibly, incredibly grateful to be at a position where I had like I had the ability to do that. And I have an incredible, incredible teammate, Megan, who I trust blindly and who not only like handled everything, but things were thriving while I was away. And I'm just so I'm really, really grateful that I was able to make that happen the way that I did in a way that was like, I felt zero tie to kind of like need to just like be on. Like I just really felt, and I also like up until that point, I was like really, really feeling burnt out. Like truly, I hate when this happens when it's like you push yourself to the brink. And I was like, I'm just going to like go super hard before this trip and just like really unplug then. It's like there has to be some sort of happy medium. Like I I don't want to get to that point. And I'm just, I'm still definitely trying to figure out where that like nuances and like how to get fixes throughout the year that are not necessarily like a freaking sabbatical. But I mean, literally since graduating college, I have not unplugged in this way. And I I just I'm floored. I'm like a few days back. I'm so a little jet lagged. And I am just so grateful. And my heart is just really full from this trip. So for anyone who is listening that does not follow me on Instagram, I went to Europe and I went to Spain. I went to Italy and I went to France. And the Spain part of the trip was specifically to look for our next partners for my tableware line with my sister called Piano Piano which was actually born in Italy and our first and like original partners that we're always going to be working with, hopefully are Italian partners. And while the business name is Piano Piano, which means slowly, slowly in Italian, and it was inspired in Italy, what the company really stands for is slowing down, being present, coming alive, and not necessarily needing a vacation from your life to be able to feel those things, which is why it was born. And we're doing collections from countries that kind of embody that. And Spain was definitely going to be our next one, A, because we both are obsessed with Spain, and B, because we actually are Spanish, and um, C, because we speak Spanish. So that makes liaising with your team a lot easier. So the first part of the trip was to source We knew kind of the style and the look and vibe that we were going for. And we went to this area in Spain called Granada. And it was just so amazing. And while we were there, I mean, first of all, like in all of these European, like small towns, like people are so incredibly loyal to where they're from and just so content with what they have and are true like practitioners of their craft. And seeing all of the artists and seeing just the way of life of people that live in these places and just seeing how happy they are with what they have and not racing for more or just what's the next best thing or like, how can I improve or, or do this better? And it's, it feels just so much more peaceful 
and just like a quiet contentment that like it just we we felt it from everyone. We felt it from our taxi driver who was literally telling us that like with a thousand euros, he is the happiest man alive. He literally told us that as he was dropping us off to if you ever go to Granada, there's this incredible estate called the Alhambra. And he was dropping us off there and he was just telling us about how just content and proud he was to be from Granada and how with a thousand pounds that he has the best life ever and that he's able to pay for his home and that he's able to rest and spend time with his family and that he has a little leftover to go to the bar and have some tapas with his friends. Like that man was one of the happiest people I've ever met. And just hearing kind of like these little stories from people in small towns like this. I mean, for me personally, it's one of the main reasons I like to travel. It really gives you a different perspective. It kind of reminds you like, it humbles you into like, there are so many other different ways to live life that are not about capitalism and trying to be the best at everything and like, go, 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 go all the time. And it's not to deny yourself trying. I mean, obviously like I'm a person who like loves to grow and like learn about new things and seek, but I think balanced with also being at peace with what you have and like that being good. So for me personally, that's one of the best like things or best like feelings that I get from travel is that remembrance, like that, that reminder that there's a million different ways to live your life. And that the one that ultimately makes you feel the most at peace and content for you is the one that is for you. So that part of the trip was fabulous. We did find our partner and we are so incredibly excited. I cannot wait to launch this new collection. It will probably be in the fall of this year. And I'm just so excited. And like this company is like, it's just a dream to be able to do what we're doing, how we're doing it with my sister, who's my best friend. And yeah, that, that part of the trip was fabulous. And then we took two days after finding our partner in Spain to just rest, just the two of us in Marbella, which I had never been to before. And it is just a fabulous town. Like it's just such a relaxing, just what the doctor ordered, like unplug, really just chill. We went to a spa and had like literally the best, most relaxing experience ever. I fell asleep literally in the like jacuzzi pool thing. I like actually fell asleep to the point where like we went before our massages and the woman came up to me and she was like, your massages right now. And I was like, oh my God, like I was literally in REM right now in a pool. Like what? But it was just what the doctor ordered. We had fabulous meals. We, it was kind of like a spa vibes, like relaxing. And then we went to Italy for my best friend's wedding, which was just, I mean, it was everything and more like it was definitely the most incredible wedding I've ever been to. It was giving royal vibes like it was like literally insane. And that is the part of the trip where we met with our family. My parents went my my parents are best friends with her parents also. And that's when our my sister and my boyfriend came to meet us too. So the whole family was together in the Italy portion of the trip. And That was just like, there were so many moments within that part of the trip where I just felt like this is a moment I want to hold on to forever. We're all together. We're all healthy. We're all experiencing this like once in a lifetime thing where we're all in 
Italy. We were specifically in Lake Como, which I had also never been to. Like in one of the most beautiful places in the world with the people that I love most in this planet. And it's it was one of those moments where I'm like, this is my life. Like I, I, and I really am not saying that to show off at all. I'm saying that from a perspective of like actually being in true, utter awe that like, that was the reality of that moment. And just knowing that like the way that we create our lives is like really totally and completely up to us. Like there's so many things that are out of our control, but there really are so many things that are in our control and like co-creating your actual reality with what your soul wants is possible. And I, what I felt in that era of the trip was just like ultimate high. Like I was just like truly, truly just so happy. And that was just so special. And seeing my best friend, Mary, the love of her life is, I mean, and also in like the way that it happened, like just so beautiful. I was obviously crying like a crazy person because if you know me, you know that like I am not okay. And I still haven't learned at this point that I need to wear waterproof mascara to weddings because I literally cry from the moment that I'm like in that energy. So that was just honestly incredible. And for real, like the whole Italy portion of the trip was when I felt the most like just truly grateful, like from the bottom of my soul. Like this is a moment that I want to bottle up forever and ever and ever. And just like, I I mean, it's a memory I'm going to have for the rest of my life. Facts. That's literally all the people that I love in one place. That's extremely gorgeous, stunning. And like just being present with each other without things like looming over my head or being anxious for work or any of those things. Like that part of like being able to be in that, in that zone and not be anxious. That is a thousand percent a product of the work that I've done. Because in the past, a lot of the times when I would travel or like be in fabulous situations, I feel like I would like self-sabotage them or like pick a fight with someone or like not be like not be able to be like, like not allow myself to really like relish in the beauty of the moment. And this time it was just like simply incredible. Like I, I allowed myself to actually feel the joy and feel it and, and feel like I deserve it and feel like I'm worthy of just being happy, content, not anxious and in it without like doing mental gymnastics to feel that, which is pretty cool. And yeah, so that part of the trip was just absolutely incredible. And then we went to Chamonix in France right after. And it was just like the nature is on another level. And cafe life for me is like if you're in a ski town and like coffee shops and just like ski town vibes it's obviously summer so it's like you're not skiing there but it was like apres ski or apres hike i guess vibes and it was just so peaceful and that kind of just lifestyle of like let's go to this cafe like where are we going to dinner like that is what i live for And it was just so, so incredible. And I wanted to call out this thing that happened and that I witnessed in myself during that part of the trip. So Chamonix in the summer is like really known for paragliding. Like there is like no place on earth that I think is probably more beautiful to paraglide in. And our hotel was overseeing the landing pad for paragliders. So like literally we would wake up in the morning to like a human like just dangling coming down from a paraglide like legitimately like 
I don't know, 50 feet away from our hotel. Okay. So it was literally the paragliding landing pad. We're seeing paraglides all day long from the ski town, from everywhere. Like you just see paragliders like in the air at all times. And my sister, my dad and my boyfriend really wanted to do it. And I really didn't. And I feel like the narrative with me always is like, oh, she's like so adventurous and she like all this stuff. And I normally like in the past, I think that I would have done it or done something like like that to like prove to myself that I could or whatever. But I didn't want to like I just genuinely didn't want to do it. I didn't want to go through like the emotions of being scared and then being nauseous and all those things like I just didn't want to do it. And I'm only sharing the story because I feel like so many times we do something to like prove to other people or to like fit into what's happening. Like, especially when you're on a vacation, when like everyone else is doing something and you feel like you have to go do that thing, like whether that be paragliding, whether that be going out and getting blackout drunk, whether that be doing whatever, like I simply did not want to. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. I thought it was freaking sick that we were watching all these people like just land in front of our faces all the time. And I found so much joy in seeing that, but I just didn't want to actually do the thing for whatever reason. I just didn't want to. And this is kind of like a a learning of myself that I was just like, I don't want to. And like, I definitely felt FOMO that like people were doing it. That I I felt FOMO that like they were going to have a memory that I wasn't going to have, but the FOMO wasn't bigger than just like me not wanting to do something. So I was just like, I'm not going to do it. But observing that and seeing like, oh, wow, like it feels really good to just actually know my need and actually know that like, even though I'm on a vacation and all these other people are doing something that I could listen to myself and just not do it. I was so content with my decision. I had such a fabulous time watching them come down. And I was so proud of myself for just being like, you know what? We're going to just listen to our own thing and go do our own thing. And yeah, that was a fabulous learning that I had from the trip as well. So overall, I would say the main things that I wanted to kind of just like hone in on from the trip and just trip vibes in general is really kind of just being able to be fully present in moments like that is so incredibly worth it. Like to actually be in the spaces that you're in taking it in, talking to locals, being like actually in it expands you in so many beautiful ways. And I feel like, like I said earlier, like before I feel like I would be like, so so in my head of like, what's happening back in New York or what's happening? What am I missing out on on all these things? And I really didn't have like not even an ounce of that this trip. And I definitely want to take that with me for whenever I travel moving forward. And then I also wanted to just call out a few things that help me when I travel. I know we're midsummer and a lot of us are traveling. And as someone who likes to have my practices and my stuff, I wanted to just share a few things that help me when I travel in the case that anything resonates. And again, like I say for everything, like take what what works with you and leave what doesn't. But I meditate every day and I still continue to that practice of meditation. I normally journal every single day and I brought my journal with me. But I didn't journal every single day. There was days that I did, days that I didn't. But like, I also try not to be like very disciplined when I'm traveling on things like that. I kind of just like follow what I want to do, like what I'm guided or want to experience for myself. And sometimes it was journaling, sometimes it wasn't. And movement. So I, wherever I am, I always try to bring a little bit of yoga wherever I go. 
but jogging, no matter where I go, wherever I travel, it does not matter if it's like literally within the state of Florida or in New York or in Europe, I always bring sneakers and jogging around places that I travel to. It enhances my experience so much because it's like you're seeing other parts of the area that you're in that you probably wouldn't have seen if you were just walking or like exploring the shops or going to little places. Like I really, really enjoy jogging wherever it is that I'm at. And when you're on trips like that, I mean, I, I am of the mind of like, eat whatever, drink whatever, do whatever, like really experience it all. Because like, I just like, if, if there's something that's calling me, I want to experience it with like, what's that saying? Like no holds barred. Like I'm just like, go for it. And moving my body in the morning always, but like on vacation, especially it really helps me. It helps my, my mental clarity because like on trips, like I'm drinking like four coffees a day and like, I'm just like completely out of my normal routine that like that really helps kind of ground me and makes the rest of the day feel just like so delicious and expansive. So for me, movement is a huge, a huge win. And I've talked a lot about the show on my relationship to alcohol And prior to maybe like a few months before the trip, I have had like a drink here and there. And on the trip, I I drank a few times. I had a few Aperol spritzes. And before that, I really had not had a sip of alcohol for almost a year. And I mean, like, actually, like, no, like I had nothing like zero. And I felt it. Like, I mean, I, I felt the reasons why I don't normally drink when I was drinking on this trip. And towards the end of it, I was just like, I can't like anymore. Like if I was having a glass of wine at dinner, I like literally would have like a few sips because I wanted to have a little sip of wine with a raclette, for example. But like I'm learning that like on these like moments where I want to just experience something and like experience the full of it and I want to experience the meal with the wine or the meat or like the chill session with the Aperol spritz, like knowing what it is that's going to feel okay for me even if that means ordering something and just having a few sips of it and drinking a ton of water that worked for me. And then coming back, I was like, I just simply do not want to drink for, for a while. Like I just felt my body being like enough. And it was kind of just a reminder to me that like these things are nuanced and it doesn't have to be so black and white and that like, it's really an exploration. And for me, that exploration was perfect. Like there was definitely days where I was like, okay, I feel like absolute ass. Like I do not want to do this to my body. And other days where I was absolutely fine. This week's episode I am so excited to share is brought to you by Gia, which I've talked about a million times on the show before. But Gia is my number one go-to non-alcoholic beverage on the market today. It has been my go-to for a very long time. My fridge is always stocked with Gia. It currently is. I just cannot rave about this enough, especially if you're someone who loves like an end-of-day Aperol Spritz vibes, but you don't necessarily want to drink alcohol. I cannot recommend the Gia Spritz specifically enough. I have been a fan for this brand for a very long time for so many reasons. I've had the founder on the show and the taste is so, so good. It's really delicious ingredients and it's inspired by the founder's grandmother. 
and just aperitivo lifestyle, which I think makes a ton of sense for this week's episode. And I am just so grateful to be working with brands like Gia for this show because I am just so aligned with what they're doing and what they're up to in the world. And I could, I just couldn't recommend it enough. The active ingredient community events that we've had so far all have had Gia in the gift bags. And I hope to just continue the relationship because I love it so, so, so much. And I would really recommend you try it if you're looking for just a fabulous beverage, really. And especially if you're looking for a great non-alcoholic alternative. So if you want to try it out, I recommend the spritz package. I like my go-to is their spritzes. I like all of their flavors and I honestly can't really tell that much of a difference in all of their tastes, like a slight, very kind of subtle difference, but they're all just so, so, so good. My way of drinking it is that I get a wine glass, I get ice, I'll put the spritz, then I'll put a little bit of just sparkling water and I'll squeeze lemon and just drop a little lemon wedge in there. And it's like truly the best thing ever. So if you want to try it out, they're giving all active ingredient listeners 15% off your order when you go to drinkgia.com, D-R-I-N-K, Gia, G-H-I-A.com. And you use code Gia X active ingredient in checkout, Gia, G-I-A, X active ingredient. And trust me, you're going to love it. And if you do try it, let me know. Europe does not really understand the concept of bitters. There's a hilarious picture from the trip that I went to this, my family and I went to this restaurant in Lake Como and I asked for bitters, soda, and lemon in a wine glass, which is like what I normally ask for when I'm not drinking. And they did not understand the assignment at all. I mean, why should they? Like, that's just like so not part of the culture there. And this man rolled out a full cart of all of these like liqueurs. And it was so funny and so embarrassing to tell them after the fact, like, listen, it's like neither of these things, like bitters are like literally like they come in like this like tiny little thing and it's like whatever. The picture is hilarious. I'm going to post it on the on the Instagram. It's literally like this man rolling out with like a full cart of all these liqueurs to like let me have the pick of the litter. And my dad is literally mortified next to me. So that's just for anyone traveling. Like my takeaway from that is that I'm going to be traveling with my own bitters moving forward. And that's not to say that I'm not going to have a glass of wine or Aperol spritz or Negroni when I travel because I probably will. But like, I'm not going to have two or three. Like I'm probably going to have one and then like would like to switch to bitters and soda because it just makes me feel better. So that was definitely a learning. What else? Well, okay. So my friend Isa, she is launching a fiber supplement. It's launching soon. When it launches, I'm going to be talking about it all the time on the show. But especially in the beginning of the trip, like when I do long haul flights, I think a lot of us experience this. I had zero backup because of taking her supplement. It's a fiber little kind of like ball of deliciousness. It also tastes amazing. And in the beginning of the trip, like which is when I need it the most, we were taking two every day. And that was extremely, extremely helpful. And then I also always travel with 
my supplements or like my probiotics that I always use, which are the seed probiotics, travel with them. Literally, I take two every day. They're the best probiotic in my opinion, period. I traveled with my Simrus vegan omega-3s. I'm a big fan of omega-3s just for like overall brain slash mental health. And I traveled with the array bloat because you're obviously eating very differently than you normally do. And we definitely all use a little bit of the bloat capsules while we were away. It was like very useful. And we also traveled with the bloom greens just for days when we felt like I haven't seen a green in like a freaking week and a half. So let's just have something to like shock our systems. So those are all things that I traveled with. Okay. So this takeaway is something that I literally try to remember every single time that I travel. And for whatever reason, I don't know why I cannot actually execute on this before I leave, which is to not overpack. Like I love to shop on vacation, especially in Europe. Everything is better there. Quality is better. Price is better like unique factor is better. Everything is better there. And I always love to shop there. And I always overpack to the point where like, I don't know if I can fit it into my suitcase at the end. And I did not do a good job of that this time. And I'm going to just say this to myself again to see if maybe next time I'll actually like listen to myself and not do it. But for anyone traveling who likes to like buy things while you're away, don't overpack because it's just, it makes it really freaking hard. And Yeah. Last thing, which I think I've kind of weaved into the whole thing of main takeaways from travel is like really slowing down, being present and like taking in the things that actually make you feel the most joy. Because I've definitely been a part of trips where like, it's like every single second is planned and like there's an itinerary to follow. And it's like, that's personally not how I like to travel. I really like to kind of just like have a few things that are maybe scheduled, but like really for the most part, allow it to just like be and be guided to what it is that I feel like doing in that moment and really resting and just taking time to take in your surroundings, whether it be nature, whether it be a lake, whether it be a city, whether it be anywhere, just really, really taking it in and not kind of like rushing to the next thing. So those were, yeah, those were kind of my takeaways from travel. My also takeaway is that I want to move to Italy five minutes ago. Like, I don't know what it is I'm doing over here, but I am deeply considering moving to Milan specifically. That was where we ended the trip. And it was kind of just like the best of both worlds. Like it feels like New York and Europe. And I had never been. And I really saw myself there. So I'm putting that out there to see if maybe in a few years I listen back to this episode and I'm like, oh, wow, I did it. All right. So with that, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope that there were some little tidbits in here that struck a chord or maybe you resonate with. And I will see you next week. Thank you so much for getting to the end of the episode. And more importantly, thank yourself for choosing to learn more about how to come home to yourself. As always, take what resonates with you and simply let go of what doesn't. I would really appreciate it if you can give the show five stars on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever it is that you listen, because that's the way that the show will continue to grow. And we are all about growth here. I'm sending you so much love and I will see you next week.